0: Whoever said money can't buy happiness didn't know where to shop. Hello and welcome to episode 442 of Under the call of MS, another previews episode. Like I said, this week's going to be just pumping out the previews because we got way behind. We lost the internet on Saturday for a while. It finally came back late Saturday night. I was able to figure out how to do some internet on my phone, but then I lost that too, so... I'm gradually learning that whole cell phone crap, figuring that out, getting better and better with it. But if you've caught, haven't caught them yet, check out my YouTube channel. Also under the call of MS, same name. Uh, We got videos up there. That's pretty good ones. It's getting better. Like I said, I'm learning how to use the cell phone. So uh, the beginning episode. Burp attack, sorry. Uh, beginning episodes have like a couple segments. One will be like a minute to two minutes long and then the other one will be 20, 20 minutes or so. But I'm finally getting it where I get it all done in one like around a half hour segment or so. And I'm figuring out the camera angles. First ones, the camera was upright and So I could set it in my pocket, which I still have to do when I'm doing some of the walking parts. But if you watch a few, you'll figure out about episode five or so. I finally get the camera thing figured out and get it where you can see the pictures wide in wide shots. So you get a bigger screen. So you can see what's going on. I did have one episode where I didn't realize I had the camera in close-up mode and had it sticking in my face. And you're basically looking at my nose, my mouth, my pores. <laughs> I didn't see nothing too bad in there, but that's still a good video, even though the or still good audio, even though the video is pretty messed up on that one. But you'll get you'll get by. <laughs> Uh, We have a couple comics to talk about today. We're going to start out with Grimace's Island. We have number one through four of four. We bought the individual comics. I know we talked about the trade a while back, but I figure, what the heck, read it again. Just Just as fun this time as it was the first time reading it with the Oogie Woogies and making their pot of chili to settle the volcano and the little chili creature jumps up out of the pot when they're doing their little mama woogie 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 mama woogie woogie uh chanting things and threw in a few too many hot peppers and this little spicy skeleton character comes out and goes running up the volcano and jumps in the volcano with some flowers and falls in love love with the Volcano Goddess. You get to see them doing all kinds of things while all kinds of characters pop up during their whole adventure. And you get to see whether or not they settle down the Volcano Goddess or not and save the island. You get to see all the fun other characters that happen to come to the island and deal with what's all going on. And it just... It was a very fun story reading it a second time. I went my reading a third, fourth, fifth, sixth time. And if you have kids, this is the way to get fun material to read to them over and over when they want their bedtime stories or whatever. And this is a great way to get them in the comic books. So check that out. You can buy this, this stuff at ArtBaltazard.com. And I did do a YouTube video showing all these that I got. Got in the mail when I did a unpacking and oh yeah, unpacking. So check that out and hopefully you'll enjoy that as much as I did. And then let's end this first part segment with a Kelvin and Hobbs cartoon. Yeah, Kelvin's dad stuck in the grocery store doing all the shopping. It says original flavor. Wait. Here's less sodium, and here's light, and here's less fat. What if I want less fat and less salt? What distinguishes light from these others? Does the original flavor package imply that the others taste differently? This keeps going through potato chip bag after bag, reading them. Frankly, my life was plenty complicated before the potato chips. And then he just keeps shopping and gets down the next aisle and he's like, "Look at all this peanut butter. There must be three sizes of five brands of four consistencies. Who demands this much choice? I know. I'll quit my job and devote my life to choosing peanut butter. Is chunky chunky enough? or do I need extra chunky? I'll compare ingredients, I'll compare brands. I'll compare sizes and prices. Maybe I'll drive around and see what other stores have. So much selection and so little time. And then he gets home with his bag full of groceries and goes up to his wife and says, I think you should do the shopping. And she says, did the manager have to talk to you again? And Kelvin's digging through the bag. Hey, where's the peanut butter? <laughs> yeah frustrated and said screw it you're not getting your damn peanut butter but yeah always fun trying to shop and it's fun taking different people shopping too i've been helping out some of Ma's friends and go shopping with them and you never realize how Why there's so many different items out there. Until you go shopping with other picky people. It's amazing what they come up with. I never thought she ate half the stuff she ate the way she does. It's like no wonder (laughs) her taste buds are half that. (laughs) But yeah. But we're going to get to the previews. Right after this. So hopefully... You'll find something good that you want to buy if you haven't yet with the previews from yesterday. But these are all things coming out in the next few months. So hopefully you'll find something you like and enjoy. We'll be back. All right. Next up, we got Career Shoplifter by Uncivilized Books. Gabrielle concludes that she is a failure in life so she might as well do what she likes for the rest of it. She spends hours at cafes covertly drawing and eavesdropping on her fellow layup, layup, layabouts and shirkers every day. Occasionally she gets caught, and sometimes she makes friends. Being a failure can be a lot of fun. Gabriel Bell is comic's most infamous diary diarist and the creator of the voyeurs of everything is flammable so what's she stealing she's stealing people's lives by writing about it in her diary it kind of feels like i didn't really get a full described taste of what that's about but that's kind of what i took from it a casket full of blackbirds number one by dark horse comics like we have a basket full of heads. We have all these other ones now. Now we got a castle, or a castle full of blackbirds. I said a casket. So a castle full of blackbirds. Number one by Dark Horse Comics. When Sarah Mae Blackburn headed for New York after the events of Hellboy and the BPRD, the return of Effie Kolb, she had got one goal in mind find the mysterious Miss Brooks at the Linton School for Girls and ask her what she knows about the mysterious powers that have plagued Sarah May her whole life. But as is often the case with these things, the answers are not as simple as all that. Sarah is in for an education in more than just reading, writing, and arithmetic at the Linton School. Hellboy creator Mike Magnola partners with celebrated author Angela Slider and artist extraordinaire Valerie Burzel for a new adventure from the world of Hellboy. Continues the story of a fan favorite character from the return of Effie Cole. The other stories about that character kind of caught my ear and I'd like to read more about it. Wouldn't mind reading more about that, but I don't know how long that run's gonna go on, so I'll probably trade that one out. Next up, we have Catwoman Lonely City hardcover book market Cliff Chang cover. I don't know why I said all that, but it's how it's listed, and it's by DC Black Label. Ten years ago, the massacre known as Fool's Night claimed the lives of Batman the Joker. Nightwing, and Commissioner Gordon, and sent Selina Kyle, the Catwoman, to prison. A decade later, Gotham has grown up. It's put away costumed heroism and villainy as childish things. The new Gotham is cleaner, safer, and a lot less free under the watchful eye of Mayor Harvey Dent and his Bat-Cops. It's to this new city that Selena Kyle returns, a changed woman, with her mind on one last big score, the secrets hidden inside the bat cave. She doesn't need the money. She just needs to know who is Orpheus. It collects Catwoman Lonely City number one to four, which I didn't even know that was what that was based off i wasn't even thinking about that so that would have made more sense all right we got chilling adventures weirder mysteries by archie comics sounds interesting fun cover has that third rock from the sun parody style cover i really like that i might have to get it just for that cover uh Riverdale is known to be a hotbed of strange happenings and paranormal activity. Always has been and always will be. Take a look as a few extra special case files are opened that highlight the weird occurrences that happen in the small quiet town in you know, a one-shot anthology that equals parts The X-Files and Black Mirror. I haven't seen Black Mirror yet, but I love that they have that Third Rock from the Sun parody cover. I want that just for that. That's 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 fun. It does say one of or no, it's it's number one one shot. Okay. On the cover it says that. It didn't say that in the description. But yeah, I will have to check that one out. Definitely. Next up we got CIH presents Flailing at Love One Shot by Ardbark Vanheim. So since it's Ardbark Vanheim, I'm guessing this is the annoying Cerberus character. Yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> Looks like it's another one of their photo format styles. A very happily married, just ask Marie, David Birdsong trashes his ex-wife and pretty much everyone else else's past, present, and future relationships besides his own. Starting with Cerebus online porn addiction and free online advice as to what to do about it. Advice to a lovelorn whore, that's his ex-wife I was telling you about. That's right, we're bringing mainstream values to the comic book field. Dishing the dirt and letting you figure out who it is we're talking about. Nothing hotter in 2022 than TMI parodies of obscure 1950s DC romance titles. Sad but true. Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to do picture parody crap again in this one like they did in the... One that I stupidly bought, which I shouldn't have. I should have waited and bought other things. <laughs> Might have actually like the character better if I would have been smarter about which one I was picking out. Oh, let's see here. Next up, we have Crashing, number one. This is by IDW Publishing. We got Rosie Osler is a specialist. Her focus? Patients with powers. At a hospital with no powered patients policy. When a battle between Baston's protectors and destroyers erupts, Rose is trapped between saving the city's beloved hero by day and greatest villain at night. Except Rose could become a casualty when she's forced to risk her recovery. As Rose pushes past her limits to save everyone else, will she be able to save herself? I don't know. And it's like this is medical wise, they could have kind of combined this with that E T E R uh story that's going on, but I think that one that one's done by AWA upshot. I was thinking that was IDW. But it would have been fun if they did some style of crossover thing. We have creep show number one by Image Comics. It's like I was excited when I seen this. Is this going to be new? Is this going to be old? Let's find out. The worldwide phenomenon based on the Hit Shutters TV series comes to comics in a star-studded five-issue anthology series that will scare you to death in the debut issue chris burnham terrifies with a tale of trick-or-treaters who are taught what happens when you mess with the wrong house then legendary batman the animated series creator paul Dini, steve langford and john mccree petrify with the party antics of shingle the birthday clown with an appetite for more than cake. Each issue of Creepshow will feature different creature teams with uniquely horrifying standalone stories. Damn you, (laughs) Creepshow! I didn't know they had a new Shudder series going, and a new comic series. Ah, I'm an easy sucker for those. I like the... Tales from the Crypt, Creep Show, Elvira, Vincent Price ish, all them different types of things. They pull me in. I crave them. Dark Crisis, Worlds Without a Justice League Wonder Woman, number one. One shot by DC Comics. When Pariah and her forces of the Great Darkness laid waste to the most powerful superheroes of all time, well, that wasn't nice, all hope was lost until now. To power his weapons of war, Pariah has captured each member of the Justice League and trapped them on worlds suited to their every dream and desire. While the planets themselves slowly eat away at their respective inhabitants, as Wonder Woman begins a new chapter in her life, Pariah has uprooted her to a reality he controls. How will the Amazon princess adapt? Also, Dan Waters and Brandon Peterson combine forces for a Noir Tale featuring Martian Manhunter? Well, that's cool. Where there's life, there's hope. And with that hope comes a deeper unraveling of the tapestry of the DCU's biggest event of 2022. Hmm. Didn't care about it because it was Wonder Woman, but then you throw Martian Manhunter in there. it makes me more interested. I'll probably bargain it in the future someday. We have Dark Knights of Steel, Tales from the Three Kingdoms, number one, one one-shot, by DC Comics. It's a long-ass name. That L Kingdom has been ruled with integrity and honesty for generations by families from the Waynes to the Ls. The future of the kingdom lies with its three heirs and the challenges they will face. But what really prepared them for their tumultuous future? What stories denied Bruce, Zala, and kale L? Gonna have to read it to find out. Not really pulling me in, though. We have Dark Mage, graphic novel. Adventures, hardcover by Van Ryder Games. This one interests me because it says adventure hardcover, so I think it might be a game style. If I could ever get the thing to come up so I could check it out. The Dark Mage is a comic combined with a game. Yep, that was right. One title in a series subtitled the comic in which you are the hero. In the dark mage, you will take on the role of a magician who wields dark powers. Now the opportunity has been presented for you to gain even more power. How can you resist? With the help of your familiar, you must use your magic intelligently. And make difficult decisions, not to mention avoiding the magic hunters that are looking for you. Hmm, I love that uh, adventure games book, but it's got that fantasy stuff, which yeah, you're gonna find that in a lot of that style bookwork. But I, I don't see it really grabbing me. But it is Van Rider Games; it's just trustworthy company, but i we'll see, we'll bargain it in the future, maybe. These things I love. I got a couple of ads and stuff, which I still haven't put together yet. Because I hate opening them because they're expensive when I bought them. But I can get these pre-ordered for a reasonable price. And they retail out at a reasonable price. But the prices they had them at the shops I go to, I could have swore, were like two to three times this. But Darth Vader's advanced X1 X1 Starfighter Metal Model Kit by Fascinations. It's like you get a you get a model to build and it's made out of this intricate metal pieces that are just it's awesome looking, but I shouldn't say too much because I haven't put mine together, but I've seen ones that were put together. So but I will put mine together, don't worry. I wanna maybe I'll do a live put together to show them off so you can see what they're like and then you'll know what to look for in stores in the future if you want to get into them yourself. This thing during our podcast this week I was going through the stuff and I seen this one advertised and I got all excited because I did not know that Bruce Campbell was going to get into writing or I don't know if he has in the past but I will buy anything Bruce Campbell-ish. So, <laughs> DC Horror presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead. Number one by DC Comics. Not Army of Darkness, Army of the Dead. Which I love. I like Sergeant Rock. The Sergeant Rock movie, the Sergeant Rock stories. Brad Pitt did an awesome job when he did the Sergeant Rock movie. I just, yeah. I always like that character. But, that it was one of my first characters I was introduced to back with my grandfather's comic books back in the day when I'd hide in the attic and go through his box of comics. I don't know why my gram, grandma just didn't give them to me after grandpa passed. I never, never understood that, why that box of comics was never given to me. That was his favorite. I went everywhere with him every weekend. He'd take me, put me in that little fold-down booster seat in the middle of the front seat of the car back in the day, in the 70s, and uh, we'd go out to, like, the Horicon Marsh and see the animals and drive around, check out things, get our ice cream cones and all that stuff. But uh, never really did too much with the comics other than showing them to me and stuff and at times just looking at things, but never really sitting down reading them or anything. Then Grandpa passed when I was real young. <clears throat> I want to say around six years old. And uh, yeah, I'd go up in the attic and I would found that box of comics. And I'd just sit in there. <laughs> I'd sit in the dark reading the old horror comics, the old military and Western comics. Those are mostly what he had. And uh, I have no idea what. I got some of them, but I have no idea what happened with that whole box. It's like when grandma's stuff got sold, everything got sold without us grandchildren being asked about anything, which really sucked because I basically lived with grandma me and my cousin, Tim, would sit there and just, spend every weekend with grandma and we do all her yard work and take care of all our stuff for her and lay around on her living room floor, watching TV, watching sports and all that stuff. And we were there all the time with grandma. And when grandpa was still alive, I was there with him all the time. And it just sucks. A lot of shit just got given away without being asked because I was only like six years old so I was too young to give a shit about what my opinion was but damn it those are huge memories of things that I really wish I had but I gotta get out that's subject because it's getting a little touchy all right what did I say oh yeah I was reading this DC Horse presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead number one by DC Comics and written by Bruce Campbell camel art by eduardo rizzo the nazis berlin 1944 the nazis are besieged on all fronts from the allied forces defeat is inevitable but hitler and his team of evil scientists attempt a last-ditch effort that may turn the tide of the war and rewrite, rewrite history itself a serum that resurrects their dead soldiers stronger than they were in life and sends them back into the battlefield. Now Sergeant Frank Rock and easy Com- company has been dispatched into enemy territory to face off against the strangest, most horrific enemies that ever encountered Nazi zombies. And I hate the Nazi stuff, but Bruce Campbell, and I'll do it. <laughs> and this is so like, a. Uh, Nazi version of the army of darkness versus reanimer versus reanimator story that's going on because it's basically the same concept. Reanimators reanimating the dead and. Ash is trying to kick the shit out of it. (laughs) Take out the dead. Uh, DC horror presents soul plumber by DC comics This storyline I was thinking about back in the past, but never did jump on. Now I can jump on the trade. Uh, A seminar, after attending a seminar hosted in a hotel conference room by a mysterious group called the Soul Plumbers, Edgar Wigan discovers what he thinks is the secret to delivering souls from the thrall of Satan. But after stealing the blueprints and building the machine himself, out of whatever he can afford from his salary as a gas station attendant, Edgar misses the demon, and instead pulls out an interdimensional alien, with dire consequences for all humankind. It collects all six issues of DC Presents, Holst. DC Horror Presents, Soul Plumber. <laughs> So, if you missed out on that and want to get it, check it out. I'm thinking I might. I was going to get it once I hit trade form, but we'll see. Let's see what kind of deal I can get on it. They have DC League of Super Pets 24-piece magnet assortment coming out by Attaboy. And we got DC Poster Port Portfolio. Of the great George Perez, who we just recently lost. Trade paperback by DC Comics. You can get a bunch of George Perez posters. an artwork. Beautifully done and a nice book. And I think they're being smart about their artwork books and making it so you can easily tear it, take out the pages if you want to display them and stuff like that. Uh, DC no, no, those are ongoing. We don't need to get into those. We have Dead Kingdom number one by Red5Comics. A mysterious plague is haunting the kingdom with the help of a peacekeeper. thought peacemaker was here all of a sudden. A group of soldiers investigate a village that may hold the answers to what is happening. But the truth is far worse than everyone could ever imagine. Dead Kingdom is a five-part, multi-layered saga that will explore a world where sorcery, brotherhood, and love collide with the rising nightmare of the living dead. Mm -hmm. Could possibly sucker me in because of the living dead. We'll see. They have a Disney Lilo and Stitch Christmas Stitch Water Ball by N. Nesco. And for your kitchen-forming comic book-related kitchen items, they have a Disney Nightmare Before Christmas Town Hall Ceramic Cookie Jar by Nesco. They have a Disney Nightmare Before Christmas Christmas Jack Water Ball by Nesco. They have the Disney showcase, Robin Hood and Maid Marion, nine inch statue by Unesco. I'm partial to that because the Robin Hood character, the Robin Hood Wolf character at Disney World when I was a little kid, I think I was five, six years old, came up and stuck his finger in my belly button and <laughs> got video of him making me do the Pillsbury Doughboy giggle thing. It's just like it just it sticks in my head for some reason. They have a Disney's tradition, Nightmare Before Christmas Jack on a gravestone, 8.75 inch figure from Inesco. And they also have a Sally with Cat on the gravestone figure, which I need those for my wife, but they got quite the price tag on them. There's a Disney vintage movie posters, 1,000 piece puzzle by Rabin's Burger USA Incorporated. It has, has a bunch of. Cool Disney posters on it. And then they have a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness 144-piece button assortment by Attaboy. They also have a 36-count magnet assortment. There's a Dune 144-piece bucket of buttons by NMR Distribution. And we'll end it there, and we'll get back with more goodies. In just a bit, all right. Now, if you pre order, I think you can only get things like this. But you got Dynamic Forces Back to School multi publisher starter set by Dynamic Forces. This special package includes three limited edition comics from multiple publishers. With a minimum value of $55.97. With a special package price of $33.33. So. I don't know if you're getting. Signed stuff. Or anything like that. Or just special rare covers. Or what. But yeah. It's basically a good way for them to clear their. Overstock stuff. (laughs) It's a good way to get rid of stuff. But. Erratic, Recharged, number one, by artist, writers, and artisans, A.W.A. Upshot, Recharge Complete, the teenage hero with the superpowers that only work for 10 minutes a day is back to save the world again, as he navigates even more pressing perils, young love, bullies, a broken family, and the gauntlet that is high school. This time, young Oliver Leaf is teamed with a barbarian princess who claims to be from another dimension. Spinning from the pages of the Resistance, Erratic combines electric action, teen drama, and pure comic fun. I mean, this character caught my eye when it first came out. I was really interested in it. I still want to read about it more. But I do want to get the early version first in trade or whatever. Just, or hopefully get all these together in one trade eventually. But yeah, I I love the 10 minutes a day be a superhero type (laughs) ability. They have an E.T. talking figurine with light and sound by running press E.T. phone home. If you missed that freaky little alien, little little uh, shriveled up alien from the, the movies back in the, what, 80s? Then we have Earth Divers, Kill Columbus, number one, by IDW Publishing. Has that interesting clown style face cover, creepy thing, creepy clown face type thing. I don't know, some type of creepy cover. But Stephen Graham Jones makes his ongoing comics debut with Earth Divers. The year is 2012, or 2112, and it's the apocalypse exactly as expected. Rivers receding, oceans rising, civilization crumbling, humanity has given up hope except for a group of outcast indigenous survivors who have discovered a time travel portal in a cave in the middle of the desert and figured out where the world took a sharp turn for the worst. America. Convinced that the only way to save the world is to rewrite its past, they send one of their own on a bloody one-way mission back to, 19, to 1492 to kill Christopher Columbus before he reaches the so-called New World. But taking down an icon is no easy task, and his actions could prove devastating for his friends in the future. Interesting look at it, but really... Did we just go down in history just with the discovery of America? I think history took a shit way before that, even. I think society altogether could go many, many centuries back and find many things wrong way before that. So, let's see here. We got an Edward Scissors hand, Scissorhands Nendoroid character. Looks pretty cool. Those Nendoroids are pretty cool looking. It's by the Good Smile Company. And then next up, we have Eternal Descent, number one, by Opus Comics. Doctorate student and struggling musician Lyra Constance has become obsessed with the occult influence on the history of music, hoping it will lead to her big break. But she soon learns that evil is very real and finds herself cast into the eternal battle between heaven and hell, with the world hanging in the balance. Got a cool cover. I like her rocking out the guitar on the cover with her little demon horns. And this character, I always wanted to get some type of more information on, more storyline, and this would probably be a good way, hopefully. But they have Everyday Hero Machine Boy, graphic novel by Image Comics. It's a bird. It's a plane! It's Machine Boy! When Machine Boy falls from the sky into the domed city of Mega 416, he leaves a wake of destruction in his path. Until Karate Grandpa is able to turn on his heart. Now, Machine Boy wants nothing more than to become a hero. Whether he is fighting giant bugs in the school's basement, rescuing cats from trees, or making the perfect spaghetti sauce? Machine Boy is always looking for the best way to help others, but when his heart begins to interact dangerously with other debris from space, Machine Boy wonders if he can be a power for good after all. I don't know what it's collecting, but Sounds like a decent storyline. If I wanted to check something out by machine, boy, that would probably be a good one. And we got F period, A period, R period, M period, Farm System, Graphic Novel by IDW Publishing. For every hero who saves the galaxy and makes the front page there are a dozen staffers working behind the scenes and a hundred up-and-comers hoping to take his place. Farm, system, is your ticket to the hidden world of super-powered individuals hoping to make the big leagues. Guided by an army of agents, managers, and experts, recruits must undergo rigorous phys- physiological evaluations, harassment and sensitivity seminars, marketing and endorsement workshops, and costume design meetings, all to boost their chances of recruitment in an A-list superhero team. It's got that sporting style cover to it. (laughs) But yeah, sounds like an interesting story about Don't see myself jumping on that at the moment. We have Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers in the 21st Century by Fantagraphics. The hilarity never stops in the second collection of the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers comic stories. So, Featuring the Brothers trip to the 21st Century and the Two Fat Freddy's cat solo escapade. It's in this collection of hilarious and politically correct shorts to comics. Freewheeling Franklin, Phineas, and Fat Freddy form a band, bring home a stray container of plutonium, try to make it through a whole day without getting stoned, and help Phineas through his pregnancy. And they got a ton of stories from their past. If you like those characters, this would be great. This would be a great one for my Sunday comic style reading material. I could see grabbing that one out of a bargain bin and adding it to the collection in the future. We have Fever in Urbaconde graphic novel by IDW Publishing. It's gonna take a second for it to pop up, hope. No, not too long. Visit a land full of mystery, ancient alchemy, and modern technologies in this award winning graphic novel series. Now in a new edition with all new colors and updated translation. The second book in the original The Obscure Cities series. The Fever in Urbiconde was first published in England blah, 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 blah. blah. But, yeah, if you know anything about this series, here's a follow-up. I didn't know that this was a follow-up or that it had anything on it before it. I don't remember hearing anything related to that name in the past. So, I guess check that out. And then they have a Find Rick and Morty. Hardcover book by Dark Horse Comics, or I'm guessing it's let's see a superbly rendered puzzle book. Yep, packed with colorful characters and picturesque locations from the Rick and Morty multiverse. Spend your every waking moment poring over intergalactic variations of unreality, looking for Rick, Morty, their friends, foes, acquaintances and adversaries so you can avoid considering your own existence by confirming theirs those are fun time wasting image books you can pick up and rick and morty i'm sure they're going to have a ton of fun pictures in that one to stare at for hours This is another thing that I wanted to check out and haven't really checked out much other than actual figures, but Five five Nights at Freddy's Graphic Novel Collection, Volume 1, Fazbear Frights. What do you wish for most? It's a question that Oswald, Sarah, and Oscar think they know the answer to. Oswald wishes his summer wasn't so boring. Sarah wishes to be beautiful, and Oscar wishes to get his hands on the mechanical toy that's out of stock all over town. But in the twisted world of Five Nights at Freddy's, their heart's deepest desires have an unexpected cost. In this volume, three stories from the New York Times best-selling series Five Nights at Freddy's, Fazbear Frights, comes to life in delightfully horrifying comics. And I guess this could have been also played out as a Wizard of Oz-style storyline, too, but I do want to check out something Five Nights at Freddy's-ish. One of these days. We'll see. Next up, we got Flash, The Fastest Man Alive, Volume 2, Number 1, by DC Comics race through the streets of Central City in this lead-up to the hotly anticipated blockbuster The Flash. After Barry's adventure with the Justice League, he's determined to become a truly skilled and inspirational hero as a new threat emerges in Central City going by the name of Gerger. Barry turns to Batman for advice on training to master his own powers. Can the Dark Knight help show the Scarlet Speedster a way to defeat his metallic menace? Or will the Flash be crushed by Gerger's strength? Oh, no! I'm sure the Flash will have it all under control. I've got faith in him. Next up, we got Flawed, number one by Image Comics. Bitterroot co-writer Chuck Brown and superstar artist Prenzy reunite for the ultra-violent, high-octane limited series that Frasier meets The Punisher. Jem Ez is a psychiatrist in the Ka- Kafkaesque city of Setham where corruption and brutality rule the streets by day. She uses words to solve her patients' problems by night. She takes a more direct and sometimes deadly approach. But when her practice puts her in the sights of an immortal serial killer, Jem finds herself embroiled in a power struggle that threatens everything she's ever known. Interesting. I like that little combination about Frazier meeting the Punisher. I mean, that right there would sell me a book. We'll have to see. Follow Me Down, A Reckless Book by Image Comics. This one's being stubborn for a second. Doesn't want to pop up right away. The fifth book in the best-selling Reckless series is here. Crime Noir meets Masters, uh, starring a troublemaker for hire, Ethan Reckless. In the wake of the 1989 earthquake, Ethan takes a trip to San Francisco to search for a missing woman. But almost immediately, he finds himself going down a path of darkness and murder. In a case unlike anything he's faced before. I wish they'd put numbers on these things. It's like, it's the fifth book, so I don't care. Don't talk about new shit unless it's new shit because I don't know what's up with all the other stuff. So I like to keep it up to date with just the fresh stuff and then you can follow up all the continuous stuff by searching for it as you go. If you like it, but Other than Archie, just because they have new stories in them, most of them. Uh, Fun Girl, You Are Revolting One-Shot by Silver Sprocket. Fun Girl is back in this sensational, sopping wet one-shot. With Becky away at college, Fun Girl and Peter are left to their own devices. Suddenly, a mysterious renter appears in search of a room And charms are lust-ridden heroine. Is this blossoming connection too good to be true? You will have to read it to find out. And they have a Funhouse Devil Tiny Terror Midnight movie figure from Retro Gogo. They have a black and white one. And that's that one. The Terror Midnight one. And they have the red version, which is the Funhouse Devil Tiny Terror Simply Sinister Figure by Retro Gogo. They have a garbage pale kids cookbook by Abrams Book for Young Readers, which I'm sure has lots of recipes. You can add your vomit and boogers to. <laughs> There's a Gargoyles Bronx with Goliath accessory, seven-inch action figure, which looks cool from NECA with an extra head in there. They have a ghost face glow-in-the-dark HMBR Micro 1.75-inch vinyl figure by Benugin Deutsch & Associates, and they have other ones that I've seen too, but that one I like the best. There's a Ghostbusters official cookbook, so if you need to find some recipes to add some uh, excess plasma, ectoplasm and stuff that you have laying around, you can add to it. And then we have Jin, Lesser Evil Number One by AWA Upshot, artist, writers, and artisans. After his master sets him free, a hard drinking, foul mouthed genie spirals into an existential crisis until he falls for a human who works for the Make A Wish Foundation. And for once in eons, finds meaning. However, when his former master has a change of heart and threatens to put the hurt on Jin's girl, unless Jin recommits to serving him, our troubled genie has to make an impossible choice. Well, that sucks that they got to play that twist and stuff, but I love the concept of a genie somehow Combining with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. that's That could be a perfect fun storyline. Hopefully they do it right. AWA does a good job. So, we'll see. They have a Godzilla vs. Kong 2021 hyper-modeling trading figure four-piece set by Art Spirits, which has some cool characters forms there from the movie. And there's a Godzilla vs. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers trade paperback by IDW Publishing. It should be collecting... eh, It doesn't say which ones, but I thought it was a run that they did for that. But When the evil sorceress Rita Repulsa retrieves the multiversal focus, a gemstone through which all realities can be seen. She sets her sights on the alternate Earth, where the Power Rangers don't exist to interfere with her nefarious plans. But what she finds instead are a race of alien conquerors known as the Zillions, who are unleashing unpredictable Kaiju in the hopes of defeating Godzilla and taking over the planet. As the two join forces, they find their goals interrupted by the arrival of the Power Rangers. Can they and the God and Godzilla stop the threat before it's too late? And that just sounds like a fun story, you know. I could have sworn it had came out in single issues, and I was gonna jump on it, but never had the chance yet, so that would be the way to do it. They have a hammer horror 144 piece bucket of buttons by NMR distribution. Hammer Horror as the classic horror from our past. And I'm going to end it there, and we'll get back with more goodies in the relatively near future, hopefully soon. Be good. (laughs) All right. Next up, we got Harley Quinn, 30th anniversary special, number one, one shot by DC Comics, with a ton of different covers, of course, for the 30th anniversary. You are cordially invited to an oversized extravaganza celebrating the clown princess of crime's 30th birthday in this fantabulous special. That's right, Harley Quinn turns 30 in absolute style and has invited a squad of her old creative pals to to join her. With a killer lineup of amazing stories. And the reviews are in. It's guaranteed awesome. And it's. You got Last Chance Quinn. Don't miss. Don't make me do this. A quote from Amanda Waller. You got another quote from Red Tool. That's wait. You're not going back to. And then Psy. Is a quote from Poison Ivy. And. It's Harley. It's an anniversary. I gotta have it. And she looks great for 30, so. And I know the regular Harley Quinn run has a whole new storyline starting up there with uh, Who Killed Harley Quinn? So you might want to check that out, too, see where that storyline's going. And we also have a new artist uh, joining us on this. Uh, I believe it's Mateo Lali, her name is. I could be wrong. Uh, Harry Potter DS123 Harry vs. Basilisk diorama stage six inch statue, which is cool with Harry Potter, the animated Harry fighting a dragon character. There's a Harry Potter vs. Voldemort 1000 piece puzzle out that you can get if you're a collector of Potter. All, all Things Potter, and you want to get a cool-looking puzzle. They have a Hatchet vengeance, vengeance Pack. Limited edition signed by American Mythology. Horror scribe James Kahorick signs the special bloody limited edition of Hatchet Vengeance, number one, with this hand-signed issue. Limited to just 50 signed and... and Signed, and comes bagged and boarded with a certificate of authenticity. Skip the lines and get the convention experience at your doorstep. Uh, I want that, but if there's only 50 of them, I can guarantee it's already sold. Beyond that, and I can't get a copy, probably. We got the Health and Wellness Guide to U.S. Healthcare from the Center for Cartoon Studies. Why is healthcare so expensive? How does insurance work? Why does socialized medicine sound so scary? Why is it so hard to improve America's healthcare system? Combining facts, fables, photos, and funny animals, Health and Wealth, a graphic guide to the U.S. healthcare system, explores these questions and more. That's a fun way to look at the healthcare system. Teach your kids something about it and the nightmare that they might have to deal with when they get older. Next up, we got Heaven's Reject, number one. Let's see, this is by SourcePoint Press. What if Charlie's Angels were real angels? When three violent, foul-mouthed angels are dumped on Earth after flunking out of Heaven's army, they find out the hard way that life ain't cheap. Good deeds don't pay the rent, so these angels agree to freelance for a gang of demons, killing their evil rivals for cash. The angels get paid, fight wickedness, and take money away from bad guys. That's good, right? Join the Angelic Suicide Squad on a wild ride into epic, mythological, ass-kicking action. Your job still sucks, but these ladies have it worse. Say yes to Heaven's Rejects. It sounds like it could be a fun crew of girls, but I'll wait and trade it out. Out of a bargain bin in the future. Hell is a Squared Circle, one shot by Aftershock Comics. Is wrestling noir a genre? It is now. Ted the Irish Muska Walsh is a third-tier wrestling heel with a problem, himself. He's behind on rent, child support, and his career, but he thinks he can change things. As he attempts to take control of his life, His actions leave him with blood on his hands. Ted finds himself on the run from the authorities and the darkness of his past. As Ted tries to escape his former self and build a new, better future, his mistakes come back to haunt him. In the ring and out of it, Hell is a Squared Circle is a 48-page prestige format, One Shock, from writer Chris Condon. I'm looking forward to this. They've been doing a lot of great wrestling comics lately. And, yeah, that's by Aftershock Comics. So, I will more than likely check that one out. We got Hell Fate, number one of three, by Blue Moon Co- Blood Moon Comics. Sorry about that. Jenna lives under cover in Tokyo, hoping to live a regular life. But she's being tracked by a religious order. When she is forced to morph and kill to protect herself, she decides to go back to New York, where she kills a priest in a church. She is fulfilling the role of the Antichrist. It's a nice short little three-issue runs. So they have Hello Kitty and My Hero Acad- Acad- Academia, 3D Foam Bag Clips Blind Mystery Box. Set coming out from Monaghan Direct. And now they got another Blind Mystery Box too. Like some Godzilla ones and stuff. Coming out again. Which I think they had some last month too. Next up we got Hell Witch vs. Lady Death Wargasm. Number one of two. By Coffin Comics. Which has been doing awesome with these runs. Death Deathocalypse, an official year-long company-wide event. Climax is here. Round one went to Lady Death after she dropped Hellwitch into a vat of flesh-eating toxic waste. Round two went to Hellwitch, who savagely stabbed Lady Death's eye. Now, bear witness to their outrageously brutal third and final round set in Sin City itself, Las Vegas. For months, Hellwitch weaved a twisted plot to first seduce Lady Death with forbidden lust and then snare her into a lethal confrontation. But her carefully crafted scheme devolves into an orgy of bone-shattering violence, and neither of these warrior women will ever be the same, who will reign supreme in one of the most savage, action-packed slugfests in comic book history. I mean, I wanted it, but they're not tied. So they're going into the third, third round, and Hellwitch is up 2 nothing. Why even have a third round? Hellwitch won. I mean, even if Lady Death wins, she doesn't win. Hellwitch is ahead 2 to nothing. I don't know. That's kind of weird that they're running it on that pattern. So because of that fact, I will let it ride out, and bargain it in the future. Next up, we got Highball number one by Ahoy Comics. Battlestar Galactica meets the Hitchhiker's Guide for a game of darts over shots. That sounds fun. That could be a fun story. Meet Space Pilot Highball, the best shot in the galaxy. Except for one problem. He can only hit the target when he's dead drunk In this outrageous first issue, he faces off against a fierce but alluring bird warrior, a disturbingly racist AI, a crypto-obsessed fellow pilot, a maddening bureaucracy of Space Corp, and, of course, his own shameful inadequacies. Highball saving the galaxy one pint at a time. I feel like I have some highball comics from the past, possibly. I don't know if that character is the same. Or, I mean, they were on a weird off-brand comic, so with the Hoy comic, you never know. But, I oh, Sounds like a fun story. Could be a fun comic to check out. Next up. They have a variety of little Hobbit homes, like the Hobbit Hole 39 Low road statue. So if you want some Hobbit statues for your collection to go with your figures, those would be some cool little additions for background scenery. They have Hollywood rides. They have a variety of these out there. The ones I liked were the Supernatural. Car with Dean, 124th Diecast Vehicle from Jada Toys Incorporated. They also have the Hollywood Rides VW Bus with Stitch Figure, 124th Diecast Vehicle, also by Jada Toys Incorporated. There's a Home Sweet Home or Not board game by Devere Americas LLC for the... Well, actually, I was thinking <laughs> it was Home Alone-style game, but this is Home Sweet Home. So let's see what it's about. Camp Knee's Coming. Got to clean up the house quick. Home Sweet Home or not is a cooperative board game from Paul Peterson <laughs> with a pickup and delivery mechanic in which five players collaborate to complete one of the five missions Included in the game. Home Sweet Home, or not, delivers fun and crazy games for the whole family that you'll want to play one after the other. Uh, it doesn't give us much of a description. But apparently it's a franchise of games. So. Check them out if you haven't before. They got the Hulk vs. Thor banner of war trade paperback. It's resolicited, but the run just is not quite... It's just about done. It's like one comic away from being done so it's still coming out in the future and then we got illuminati trade paperback by marvel comics the illuminati will see you now they are an elite group of planets of the planet's most powerful and influential heroes who meet in secret to guide earth through its greatest crisis Nobody knows they exist, and that's the way they want it. Join Iron Man, Professor X, Black Bolt, the Submariner, and Mr. Fantastic as they take on the threats no one else can handle. This is kind of like Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. You had Professor X, Black Bolt, and Mr. Fantastic were part of that group. Along with a couple Captain Marvels and the other uh, evil sorcerer. I can't think of his name. But, yeah. It's interesting that this group is kind of like clicking together, having this organization. Which is known as the Illuminati. But, learn hidden secrets that will forever alter the way they and you look at the Marvel Universe. From the tree-skrull war and the coming of the Beyonder to a secret investigation of the Infinity Gems, this shadowy cabal has been manipulating events behind the scenes for years. But as the Skrull's secret invasion looms, can the isolated Illuminati keep themselves from fracturing under the pressure of paranoia? And it's collecting New Avengers Illuminati 2006 number 1 and New Avengers Illuminati 2007 number 1 to 5. So I didn't even know they had that run out going. You can tell how much I cared about it back then because I didn't know about it. They have an Imperial Shuttle metal model kit which is by Fascinations which is another one of those awesome little metal model kits. Then we got Infernal Pact, number one. This is by Black Caravan. Beatrice, Biscuit, and Punk Rocker are the three meth heads who jokingly sell their souls for drugs and find themselves actually cursed. The newly damned trio begin trying to find a way to save their damned souls as they are hunted by devil-worshipping bikers This follow up to Joseph Schmalacher's Cherry Blackbird is an over the top exploitation grindhouse tale. Hmm, interesting. That one I might have to check out. We'll see. Next up, they have John Carpenter Night Terror's Coffin Road Trip, or Coffin Road Trade Paperback. By Storm King Productions. On a haunted road in the backwoods of New England, a luckless recovery driver finds himself helping a distraught young woman, pursued by a malevolent specter. Together they must unravel the mystery of the so-called Coffin Road, and escape before dawn, or else remain trapped here forever. And John Carpenter, it's got to be a fun story. He does a good job with writing spooky stories. He also has John Carpenter tales for a Halloween night trade paperback. Let's see. A whopping 14 brand-new Twisted Tales of Terror, Tricks, and Treats. In Volume 8 of the award-winning graphic novel series. Okay, so these are ongoing volumes, okay. It's got quite a few little Twisted Tales. It's Volume 8, though. uh, I'm guessing the one before it wasn't Volume 7. So. All right, we got Joy of Quitting trade paperback. This is by Drawn and Quarterly. Keeler Roberts affirms her status as one of the best autobiographical cartoonists working today with The Joy of Quitting, a work encompassing eight years of hilarious moments in the author's life. Mind from the Universal. It spans her frantic child rearing, misfires in the workplace, and frustrating experiences with the medical system. Yeah, I don't know nothing about her. Her comics, newspaper comic stylings, or anything like that. They have a Judge Dread, Dread, and Lawmaster MK2 PX118th Exquisite mini action figure by Hyatt Toys, Judge Dredd and his badass wide tire bike. They have a Jungle Fantasy Ivory Natural Beauty covers bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. They also have a Jungle Fantasy Ivory Natural Beauty covers bag set of five comics. And then we have Junior, number one, by Scout Comics, and no, this is not Junior, with Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Which actually would be funny to see off-run of that. What's a young space marine supposed to do when a rogue asteroid slams into a space station she was sent to repair? Well, she grabs her alien, hippo-like sidekick, and she crash-lands on a dinosaur-infested planet. That's what she does. Meet Junior. She's brash, smart, strong, and completely in over her head. Join the debut of a sci-fi escapade that will make you laugh, cry, and wish you had the next issue. Let's adventure. Enjoy the first issue of this non-stop, Title, followed by the entire story collected soon after in one volume. It sounds fun and interesting, but I will wait for it to become cl- collected in a trade. This is awesome. We have a Junior High Horrors monster sized anniversary special by Keen Spot Enter- Entertainment. The all-ages horror parody that shocked the world by being a top ten and multiple sellout hit is back with a monster-sized anniversary special. Revisit King Stephen's Petting Zoo with all-new art from series regular Eric Kent, presented with the dyslexia-friendly lettering that got this comic featured on ABC News. Whether you've read junior high horrors since the beginning or are discovering the kids from Gatlin Middle School for the first time, this double-sized issue is for you. 48 pages of frightening fun. This is just so awesome. I can't wait. I just, I love these junior high horrors. They have been a blast so far. The couple that I have checked out. And this one has a variety of cool covers and cool cutting and cutting including some good Freddy Krueger cat covers. That One character that I really like in there. (laughs) And then we're going to end this here, and we'll get back with more goodies sometime soon. Alright, back to some more goodies. As I Pause Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm re again. Just because I'm trying to catch all the Pizza Papa moments. Best parts of the movie. We got Karma hardcover by Dynamite Entertainment. Alex is a photographer for an ad agency. Who leads a fairly quiet and reserved life. He gets a call one day from a friend asking him to fill in on a photo shoot in the valley. The swimwear shoot is on a set where he has a chance encounter with Karma, one of the lead models. Karma is a fiercely independent woman who is working on being more than a star, but a brand. In Alex, she sees someone new to her world. Unjaded by it, someone with a fresh eye. And she thinks it could be fun opening his mind to new adventure. It doesn't sound that intriguing. It give us something. We got Kid Slapshot versus Major Extreme. Number one by Keen Spot Entertainment. We had this Kid Slapshot last month, I believe it was, with the Art Baltazar cover. Sadly, we don't see an Art Baltazar cover this time. Which I'd like to see. But. I mean they do have. Other major extreme number ones. Huh. I'm going to have to look into those. They have other ones. Listed but. I didn't see them in the catalog. At the time. But Kid Slapshot. And his pickled pal. dilizzy Are back and they're cranking the spookta- spooktacular antics up to 11. This time, Kid Slappy's setting his set satirical sights on the entire 90s-era comic book industry as he takes on the dynamic toppleganger known as Major Extreme. Metal appendages, glowing eyeballs, and every other 90s stereotype you can think of will be ridiculously represented. It's a cosmic-powered throwdown that'll set up your hero and his newest villain for the long haul. Includes a bonus pull-out poster. But yeah, I am curious. I mean, these all look... like ones. The same ones, different covers, but for some reason they don't have the different covers showing on the form like they do with the other types of comics, so I will have to check those out. Next up, we have Nocturne County, number one by Scout Comics, but it's K-N-O-C-K-T-U-R-N. Nocturne County is an adult crime noir set in a classic children's book universe. As if Dr. Seuss took a few swigs of whimsical whiskey and ran amok through Sin City. Tales converge and collide in this country built on blood. As a rhyming narrative leads readers through a tangled web of death, booze, drugs, and betrayal, this debut issue follows an obsessed detective who puts his badge aside to hunt for his missing ex. And a little girl in a, in the scariest place of all, her home. Enjoy the first issue of this non-stop title, followed by the entire story, collected soon in one volume. That's one I'll probably check out once it gets in the trade form. They have a cool little, uh, what do you call it, not a worm a grub Uh Caterpillar caterpillar type creature. We got the Labyrinth, Sir Didymus and Ambrosius. One six statue from Alliance Entertainment Group. (laughs) That's pretty cool looking. Really funky hair. Then we got Lady Death, Cataclysmic Majesty, number one of two. Raw edition by Coffin Comics. The special edition of Lady Death, Cataclysmic Majesty. Majesty number one features raw penciled cover art by Diago Bernard Bernard and is limited to just 400 copies. So yeah, I probably won't grab that one then. <clears throat> and then we got, oh, no, that's ongoing. Sorry about that. I don't need that. But we do have Lady Zorro versus Swamp Witch one-shot by American Mythology. Lady Zorro is back in this epic tale of sacrifice and death-defying battles. Lady Zorro must face her greatest fears when she encounters an ancient being intent on ending her saga of revenge and redemption. The fan-favorite character dons the famous hat and cape as she encounters an evil that has cursed a local town. Hidden in a deadly swamp, an ancient witch dwells spreading chaos and fear. Her dark magics grant her the ability to warp reality with the use of a stolen artifact, a mystical pearl that channels her hate and fear into power. Just not into the witches things, just like this whole Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. It's like, I can't stand Wanda, so it just doesn't really pull me in to those storylines. I think they could have went with way better storylines, but who am I to say? Last line number one by Aftershock Comics. Sally Hazard just had the worst day of her life. While on a usual shift as a driver for the tube, the unthinkable happened. When a man is pushed in front of her train and killed. But there's something strange here. Sally swears the man was pushed, but her supervisors, witnesses, and the CCTV footage all show the man falling on his own. Sally cannot let this go and her investigation into the murder introduces her to an MI6 agent named Edward Tarn. Also curious about the so-called accident, together Sally and Ed discover an off-world explanation for the assassination, plus an alien invasion, and the craziest plot twist of all, an interplanetary travel system, Buried deep beneath the London underground. Sounds like that could be an interesting story twist. Have a drink if you have it. I needed it. My throat's all raspy. I have to take a break after this round of, of things that we're going over. Next day I have a Laurel and Hardy number one limited Edition signed version by American Mythology. For whoever the heck still reads Laurel and Hardy. (laughs) They have a Lord of the Rings playing card set, which is kind of cool looking. It's got some unique wooden uh, table pieces and stuff. It's by Paladone Products. At least I assume those pieces go with it. Next up, we got Lost Gardens number one. This is by Rabbit Hole Studios Incorporated. Set in a world that indulges in a false luxury brought to you by the Ethion Corporation, a meek employee of the Ministry of Parts. Sean Meyer's life will be turned upside down by a deficit in his technology implants which will send him spiraling downward by the economic forces to be. How will he escape while the life he built around him crumbles? You'll have to read it to find out. We have Lovecraft Unknown, Kadath. Number one by Ablaze Media. Ashanta Nyag, you're free. Return the gods of the land to their home is unknown Kadath, and pray that you never get to know me in any of my other thousand incarnations. For I am Nyarlathotep, the Creeping Chaos. Randolph Carter, a traveler to Dreamland, tries not to wake up before reaching his goal, the elusive Kadath the home of the gods, a place of fantasy and overflowing imagination. Carter walks through a world full of threats and abominable monsters, but also of places, exuberant cities, and geographies that remind man of his insignificant role on the gigantic gigantic cosmic chessboard. What are the reasons to keep going when everything around us is terrifying and lethal? Kadath may offer some answers to those questions. To this question. And yeah, this is off of HP Lovecraft. Stuff, if you're into that, you'll probably be into this. We got Mad Cave Studios, Legacy Beckstar, number one. This is by Mad Cave Studios, of course. Beckstar is a star hopping mercenary light years away from Earth, leaving her old life beyond, behind with the help of her magical luck dagger and her biggest fan, only friend, Sally Sulin. Beckstar X out a living under the nefarious Shadow Syndicate's radar. But when a mysterious girl appears with grim news and an urgent quest where the fate of the universe hangs in the balance, Beckstar has no choice but to join and regret it immediately. Sounds like she's getting more than she asked for. They also have Mad Cave Studios Legacy Stargazer. Number one, so I'm guessing this is going to be a group-style run of things that they're coming out with. And they have a Marvel animated-style She-Hulk statue that's pretty cool-looking by Diamond Select. They have a Marvel Captain Marvel enamel pin and magnets set by Running Press. There's a Marvel Gallery comic Electra as Daredevil PVC statue by Diamond Select that has her with her size. Pretty badass little outfit set up on there. This one I know Shelly would love to have in the collection. Marvel Goose the Flurkin Creature Plush by Quantum Mechanics. Get the little Flurkin cat. And we have a Marvel Heroclix Marvel Hellfire Gala Premium Collection by WizKids. And I'm not a plush person, but I do like the Marvel Howard the Duck creature plush by Quantum Mechanics. And they have a Marvel Jeffrey, Jeffrey the Baby Shark creature plush. So between Jeffrey, Howard, and the Flerka, and I, those are three I could actually see adding to my... Collection, even though I'm not a plushy person. They got a Marvel Iron Man light-up metal helmet with glowing eyes. I like putting out the helmets. I think they also have a Batman one this, this month, or a Darth Vader. It was one of them, or maybe both. Who knows? I think there was a Stormtrooper thing. But There's Marvel Voices Community 2022, number one, one-shot. By Marvel Comics, returning for another rousing celebration of Marvel's Latin X characters and creators is Marvel Voices communadi- Communidades. Legendary, uh, <clears> throat> my throat is going out. Uh, an action-packed Nova adventure. Or Fabian Nassiza takes to the stars. Uh, superstar Edgar Delgado continues to show off his writing. Chops with a spine-tangling spider escapade with Miles Morales An award-winning author Alex Segura blazes a new trail for White Tiger and introduces a brand-new character to the Marvel mythos. And that's only scratching the surface, not to mention the amazing lineup of new and established artists lending their voices to this astounding mythology. Let's see here. How much time do I have left? Yeah, we got a little bit of time, but I do have a text coming in from the wife, so I better check it. Uh, Yeah, she's got to work late again. As usual, that works because I was just thinking about working on dinner and now I know what to do. So I can wait a little bit before I fire things up, get things going. Maybe do one more round of goodies after this one. We got Masquerade number one by Dark Horse Comics. Felicia Dance is hiding in plain sight. The provocative social media star and shock TV sensation has one of the most recognizable faces in the world, so she can't capture and kill the butchers who murdered her her little brother and experimented on Felicia like a lab rat when she was a child. Not unless she looks like someone else. The face of justice is reshaped forever, In Masquerade, an exciting new Vigilante comic series from writers Kevin Smith and Abby McElfrish. And artist John Springlemeyer, marking the dynamic debut of Smith's Secret Stash Press imprint with his very own Vigilante. An all-new sci-fi crime drama from writer and filmmaker Kevin Smith. That's interesting. He's doing this. Uh, it's not under that imprint, though. It's under Dark Horse. I thought uh, he was starting up his own secret stash press imprint. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out. See how well he does. There's a medieval Lady Death Survivor Bag set of eight comics from Boundless Comics. And then we got Mega, Rise of the Black Swan, number one by Red 5 Comics. Eons ago, the Ancient Ones won the war against the Jackals and managed to incarcerate them in the depths of our planet. Humankind and all life on Earth arose and evolved on the surface of a massive inner prison. Now the primordial Jackals are awakening one by one. And only Mega stands in their way to re-emerge from the darkness. After the success of the first miniseries, Salvador Sanz delivers a new chapter in the epic Mega Saga. This is basically Godzilla on acid with prisoners and all that. Could be fun you're into the guide you stuff this would be great for you next we got Midnight Suns number one by Marvel Comics Rise of the Midnight Suns a dark prophecy and apocalyptic new villains with horrifying powers the likes of which Earth has never faced before ordains a team of Midnight Suns to rise and tear shit up magic magic Wolverine, Blade, Spirit Rider, and Nico Minoru. But what does this new threat have to do with the Sorcerer Supreme's past? And why is Strange Academy student Zoe Laveau number one on the sun's list? I have no idea. You'll have to read it to find out. They have a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Megazord Pack. Number one bundle by Boom Studios. This collects Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number one, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number nine, number 25, Go Go Power Rangers number one, and Go Go Power Rangers number eight. So if you want that collection in a bundle set, you can get it for maybe a lower price. I don't know if it is or not. but They have a mini-epic Stranger Things S1 Dustin Henderson vinyl figure by Alliance Entertainment Corp. They also got a Lucas Sinclair vinyl figure. And they got, of course, some of the other characters. They have a Minions 2 DS-111 Rocket Bike D-Stage S-E-R 6-inch statue by Beast Kingdom. And they have a Kung Fu D Stage statue. They have a Minions Loud and Rowdy Dave action figure. And a Stuart action figure. These are by Mattel. They have a Minions MC 041 Stuart, Bob, and Kevin Mastercraft statue by Beast Kingdom. They have a Minions Movie Moments mixed up Minions playset. And a. Pedal power grew action figure from Mattel. There's a more act cute raccoon diary. Figure blind mystery box of eight-piece display by more than fun. Some unique looking raccoon figures. Then we have a monster men heart of wrath reader pack. This is from American Mythology. Did you miss out on Edgar Rice Burroughs' Monster Men Heart of Brass series? Get all three issues in this special Reader's Value Pack. That was one that did not interest me when I seen it, but I don't think I ever got it. There's a Monsters Creature from the Black Lagoon, Bendy Figure from Noble, Noble Collection. They got a bunch of other Bendy Figures out there that I've seen. There's a Monsters Dracula bendy figure. I might have to pick up for the wife. There's a Mosaic Mickey 1,000-piece puzzle. They have a Mothman tabletop figurine from Safari Limited if you want a creepy little Mothman figure. And then let's see where we're at. I think we'll end it there. We'll get back with more goodies sometime soon.